0: It's time. It is that time. That time. Time for Styles and Watkins. You can join the show by texting 916-339-1140. Find us on YouTube at Sacktown Sports 1140.
1: It's time for Alan Styles and
0: Chris Watkins.
1: Yes, yes, yes. We have made it to Friday. Chris Watkins riding off a Friday fun and games high as he takes down Chris Verlade and Alan Styles hands him the victory. Nate Littlefield behind the glass for us today as we take you up to the drive, guys, which will take you up to the game and then right. basically at the weekend. It's you're an early tip today, too. It's an, oh, I love that. Five what is it? It's
0: five? Five
1: o'clock. It's five? Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's some good timing right five there. Is, five is nice. Yeah. Four is a little bit too soon. By five, yes. you can sit down. Yep. You can it's relax over, like at a reasonable dinner time too. Yes. You know? On a Friday. Yeah. On a Friday. Come on. Hopefully a Friday We're setting up beam. And we will discuss the game with not only Brendan Nunes, our Sacktown Sports Kings Insider, who you heard in the morning show as well. But Brendan's doing triple double quadruple <laughs> duty for us, quintuple double That's duty right. for us. We will also hear from Dane Moore, host of Dane Moore NBA podcast for Blue Wire Network. He has some things on the T-Wolves that he will break down yeah. for us. Shoutouts and closeouts to end the Ooh. show. We'll discuss the MVP ladder. Surprise, surprise. The Montez is still on it. We'll <laughs> tell you where he falls. Fair foul on a Friday as well. We're actually doing that one a little bit early. More sports focus. That's at 10.30. Chris Watkins, how are you doing?
0: Doing good. Nothing, uh, nothing special to report on today. Uh, just feeling good and feeling ready for this game tonight. Because, as we know, as we've talked about, if the Kings lose this one, um, you know, I think that there's reasonable, uh, reasonable fear to be had amongst the fan base. And you know, as you see the Lakers and the Warriors, they're starting to streak. Um, You know, it, it, it. the thought might start to creep in how far down these guys can go, but, you know, they, they still got to play today, and um, hopefully that loss against Denver kind of re-centered them, refocused them a bit, uh, and and they can put together a, a better effort. And hopefully De'Aaron can play today, man, because that's, that's going to be huge.
1: Yeah, and it's not as if any of these teams that the Kings are facing, they don't need the wins. The Timberwolves sure are only one game ahead of the Thunder, so it's not as if... They're, they're chilling, and yeah. they, they have anything locked up. Nobody has anything locked up, so we have a lot to talk about. A lot of pocket watching with who played last night and who will play this weekend. We will break that down throughout the show. Also, some baseball. Brandon Crawford officially says goodbye to Giants fans, but the way he did it and the words that he mm-hmm. used –
0: Little Will Smith esque in uh, Fresh Prince. On, yes, yeah. he
1: did some things on purpose, right? Brandon Crawford, everybody knows his story, how he grew up in the Bay Area, Giants fan, got to play for the hometown team, and all good things come to an yeah. end. And, you know, Farhan cannot do right by many Giants fans. I saw I, I posted about it this morning and I said, Hey, we've we've discussed it on this show how baseball in particular, they just don't seem to have the the farewell tours. I don't know if it's because yeah. these guys always feel like they have more in the tank. Oh yeah. If you if I ask somebody you for example. Yep. If I asked you, did Jimmy did Jimmy Rollins oh, finish man. on the Phillies? No. Your initial <laughs> well, your initial answer. Or a lot of people would probably yeah. just say, yeah, I think probably, so. Yeah. And then the question would be, well, how many teams do you think he played for after the Phillies? And you don't realize he played for about three. Right. Right. A lot of these guys. The Giants being one of them, right? The Giants being one that's, of them. I
0: think that's the only reason I know, because he was chilling here in sack for a bit. I was
1: getting ready yeah. to buy a, a Giants Jimmy yeah. Rollins jersey. Another Bay Area guy actually met him to not this, oh, yeah, this past summer. And he never made the roster, right? Yeah. And these guys, they just, they can't seem to let it go. Brandon Crawford, as, as we've read, is going to be competing. For a backup position. A backup shortstop position. And I think from the Giants side of things. How the money works. Even though there's no salary cap. It's more about the roster. And how baseball works. People didn't feel. And Brandon Crawford has not been great these last couple years. Farhan felt like. This. This roster you couldn't. For lack of a better term, waste a spot on a mentor. Sure, you just can't afford. There's no. There's no Eudonis Haslam right. in Major League Baseball because there's so. Especially when you're the Giants and you want a platoon. I don't know. You everybody. say that and then
0: Pablo Sandoval's over in. But State that's also
1: true. Right that's also true. We'll see if he actually makes yeah. the roster. I think he's just trying to make everybody comfortable. But if he balls out, we'll see what happens. But Brandon Crawford actually sat down with the Athletic, and yes, the things that he said, he had some specific things to say about why it ended in San Francisco Kike Hernandez also talks a little bit about the C word and collusion and I don't necessarily agree essentially and we'll get into a little bit later in the show Kike is saying that teams are using machines to to generate right. and Value, project right? what people are going to do so that's what that's what they're offering him based on. He's getting a lot of the same offers. Kike, that's not collusion. <laughs> just because they're all using the same program, not—that that is not that is not how collusion works. Yeah. So we'll discuss that as he is now back in L.A. The MVP ladder. Yeah, I mean, I don't really – I know we've gone back and forth on it as far as how much we care, especially at this point yeah. in the season. I think it's just going to look bad on, on the NBA when Sabonis finishes in the top ten because he will – and he wasn't an all star. I think that's yeah. just what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's it's really funny because the dude is putting up ridiculous numbers, and you know, yeah, you can you can have the argument of how much of it matters if he's not getting the wins, but um, nonetheless, the fact that this man is is sitting pretty at sixth at, at, at in the uh, MVP ladder, and yet there's still people out there who think that this guy isn't uh, a, a guy who's you know capable of winning in the playoffs, and. Um, you know, all that conversation about yeah, his all star snubbing and all that stuff, it's it's just ridiculous. And yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who look foolish, and and hopefully, uh, hopefully, Sabonis does get a couple MVP votes. Of course, he's not going to win the award, but it would be nice to you know have him recognized. Um, you know, yeah, like I said, he's definitely not going to win it, but just to kind of have that recognition, I think, is important. Brandon Nunez, when he joins us
1: today, we will discuss a piece that he wrote. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely check it out, Sacktownsports.com about Kevin Herter, and I don't want to say the fallout, but just how everything was viewed after mm-hmm. Kevin Herter said what he said in Denver as far as not playing and breaking down why he, he did not play and what this means moving forward. And, of course, I don't know if you heard – but the not only did the Warriors get a win last night, but as w- with all things with this Warriors team, specifically when you have Draymond Green on your team, there was some drama. Yes, Bonte Hill is a friend of mine. We worked together for a couple years out in the Bay. And Bonte, from from my point of view, didn't really say anything that a lot of fans and non-fans weren't saying. But Draymond decided that in the post-game game presser on the on the sideline after the game. He wanted to speak his mind to Bonte. Bonte wasn't really in a position to combat or go back and forth with Draymond and it made for a bit of an awkward situation. Yeah. Fans are always going to side I shouldn't say always, but a lot of fans tend to side with the players in those situations. So we have that audio for you and to bring it back to just not just the Warriors but just Fans in 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 general, why it seems that fans have a problem with media, yeah. right? And why fans always take up for media, even if originally you agreed with what media was saying. Once the the players get involved, now it's actually I do agree with Draymond. Yeah. So I that, I think that is a, a fascinating conversation that we will have. And also, as far as the pocket watching, Warriors are on a heater. They cannot lose. Jonathan Kaminga, who Chris wrote off, and I told him to to bring it on back. I'm kidding. I'm, he didn't He didn't I'm write. Still, Excuse I'm, me? I'm still? still, still ready for it. Really? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Moses Moody, that man put the clamps on Jalen Brunson. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. That was crazy, yes. But that was yes. pretty nuts. That was nuts, yeah. That was pretty nuts, and I hate to say it, but this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about, Chris. This is what you're talking about. You have the Andrew Wiggins situation. Shams actually spoke about it as well. Yeah, yep. You have the Andrew Wiggins situation, and you know he can be a lockdown defender. Wiggins Island—that's where Jason Tatum lived during those finals—and Andrew Wiggins can't play, so you just dust off Moses Moody right. off the bench. Be you just nice. have multiple guys <laughs> that can clamp up. Yeah. All-star caliber MVP front runners, right? i do on know, Jalen Brunson MVP front runner, but he's up, th- but he's yes. up no, there he in is. the conversation, so. How? Yeah. How? And Monty McNair, he's going where? – where is it he's going to? He's going to a, the Sloan a conference. conference. Yeah. The Sloan Conference this weekend. I think he's probably very happy that no Kings fans will be attending <laughs> for any of the questions that they may have. But why does it feel like all these teams yeah. have random, lengthy dudes yes. that can lock up whoever you'd like, and the Kings, the best they got is, is Keon Ellis. No yeah. disrespect. But right. that's
0: the best they got. Yeah, that's no, that's really all they've got, right? I mean, you know, they like – for Chris Duarte to be that guy, but we've seen he fouls too much. It's uh, it's really frustrating. It's the thing that this team needs to address the most this offseason. I would have hoped that, you know, we, me and Brendan were screaming for guys like Dorian Finney-Smith and Royce O'Neal. uh, those kind of guys. Just the more of those guys that the Kings can add this offseason, I think adds to their ceiling. So we'll see, but, yeah, you're definitely right. Like, Moses Moody checking in and, and really just – completely you know it was more in in that fourth quarter Mm -hmm. um when they were making their when they were trying to make their run there and the Warriors did a great job of holding them off Moses Moody was was fantastic like he didn't let Jalen Brunson get an inch of space and like you said that's an MVP caliber player and this is a guy who's struggling to get minutes and they just got him wasting away on the bench now I I guess now I guess he's gonna get minutes now he's gonna get minutes
1: and now to be fair that that Knicks offense without Julius Randle yeah, not and O.G., it, it's garbage. Yeah. But at the same time, they have been still winning games because Brunson's been going crazy. And Moses Moody said, not on my watch. A good showing for the the young players on the Warriors last night. When we return, we will discuss De'Aaron Fox being listed as questionable. And we also look at pocket watching for last night's action Little hint, not a good night for the Kings. Not a good night for the Kings. Stiles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. You never know what you might hear when listening
2: to a Sacramento Kings game. Out of Keegan, going through another triple. Man, is he feeling it. Keegan, can he do it? Yes, there's number 11, Keegan Murray. Keegan steps back. He just knocked down his 12th three-pointer, a Kings franchise record. He's got 45 points. Never miss a moment of Sacramento Kings basketball with Sacktown Sports and the Sacktown Sports app. This segment is brought to you by Subcontractors United, your source for all home improvement needs. Dream big at subcontractorsunited.com.
0: My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home.
1: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term
0: life insurance.
2: For your free quote, call SelectQuote at one 800
0: 683 7713 That's 1-800-683-7733. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-683-7733. That's 1-800-683-7733. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Full details on
1: example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. All guests and callers join us from the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop. And we have one more opportunity for you to win tickets to see the Jacksons and Sister Sledge. Music royalty and soul's pop icons, the Jacksons and Phillies. Favorite sisters and ultimate disco divas, Sister Sledge. Going to be at the venue, Thunder Valley Casino Resort, March 30th. We will give away those tickets at 1.00. P.M. and since Chris won Friday Fun and Games, he can pick the number today. Yes, because he's so good at numbers power.
0: and ages. I'm honestly, so bad at numbers.
1: No, my my one regret, whatever whatever. It's not my regret. Well, my regret is the the names that I picked. I always do this. I, yeah. I've I've learned that in my mind, I'd be really good at game shows. I will never make fun of somebody on a game <laughs> show again because this is. I'm I'm sitting here and I just go blank. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, and, I, and we got the list, and yeah. I'm looking at the list, and I'm thinking, oh, this is a pretty good list. Yeah. It could be worse. Yeah. It could be worse. I had some opportunities. For sure. Did not take care of business, and then Chris Verlade. Really, it was you yeah. with the guests. You just got to try and ballpark it, it.
0: Yeah, Exactly. You, you got to pick somebody who it's like, I think you said it earlier, but it's like, you got, like I know- Jason Tatum's like twenty four through twenty six, and like I'm only risking, you know, you're only risking so much there.
1: Not a bad gameplay from me, but you just you just showed up and showed out from nine one six from Hey Hey Johnny K. The Kings (laughs) are winning tonight and the next six games after tonight. Whoa, total of seven games in a row. Thank you, Johnny K. Hey Hey Johnny K. Hey Hey Johnny K. They're going on
0: a seven game burner. Seven-game burner. I mean, I know the schedule lightens up here a bit relatively. Yeah, go, yeah let's but, see. Seven-game uh, burner. Who, so he they said got, they're winning tonight. Winning right? tonight. Okay. So they
1: beat, they beat at Minnesota. That's not they, cr- yeah. they beat the Bulls. I believe it. They go to the Lakers, who have been playing well. I don't know if you saw the clip of – LeBron and A D and LeBron, they were doing their handshake and LeBron said, This is how it used to be, or something. (laughs) Something. This is what we this is what we were used to, or something like that. But to be fair, here's okay, hey, hey, Johnny K. I don't think it's crazy. Why stop at six? Is my question. (laughs) Well, the problem is for hey, hey, Johnny K. The problem is, well, there's a couple problems here. You gotta go to LA, which, well, first of all, you get tonight, fine. That'd be great. You gotta go to LA, they've been playing well. Yes, you should get the Spurs. And you should get the you should get the Bulls. After that, you gotta avenge the Rockets, who they played the Suns tough last night. That's part of our pocket watching. Suns won, one ten to one hundred five. Then you host the Bucks, Johnny K. Hey hey Johnny K. Then you host the Lakers. Well, he has wh- got the lost one the Lakers, two right? three four five that'd be six seven. seven. So you would beat the Lakers and be the last one.
0: And the next six. So yeah, the Lakers is the last one. The Lakers would be the
1: last one. Wow. So then they would lose. I mean, I'll tell you this right now, and this is no disrespect to the Warriors because going into Madison Square Garden is tough. If the Knicks still don't have Julius Randle and based on that offense, if the Knicks still don't have Julius Randle and OG Ananobi, you
0: have to win that game. Yeah. That was not good. I'm actually looking at it here. Yeah, the Kings should – it was not good yesterday either. Yeah, their, their offense looked terrible. And uh, as much as I hate watching Julius Randle play sometimes <laughs> offensively, like they, they do need just a guy who can get buckets. And that's exactly what he provides. Um, but there is a good chance that the Kings do make a little run here. I mean, we've seen the Warriors and the Lakers – You know, when I think you said the Warriors have won like 11 of their last 13, Uh, the Lakers are on a similar run as well. And those are the two teams directly beneath the Kings. But, you know, especially after playing the Nuggets and the T-Wolves and the Heat and the Clippers, playing teams like the Bulls and, you know, the Rockets even. And then the Knicks and Grizzlies, the Raptors, the Wizards. Like, this sounds like a great stretch and a great opportunity for the Kings um, unfortunately, I mean, as we've talked about, they they don't really have the luxury of of not playing well in that stretch. So I, I haven't even really began to preview this month of March, but since today is March first, I guess it's a right. good as time as ever. To me, like especially just if we want to talk about that seven game stretch, I mean, they six and one, five and two, like five and two at worst, right? Yeah. Like you cannot like especially again with how the other teams are pacing, you've got to start going on some runs here.
1: So to bring it back to tonight's game, Chris Biederman reporting De'Aaron Fox listed as questionable with his left knee contusion suffered Monday is participating in this morning shoot around in Minnesota before tonight's game. He did the same in Denver before sitting out after going through his pregame warmup. So I know what the answer is as far as the organization, but let's just discuss it as people not connected to the organization. If De'Aaron isn't a full go, and the problem is they've tricked off games that they should have won. But if De'Aaron isn't a full go and it's the T-Wolves, right? You're in Minnesota, do you do you decide and you don't play again till Monday? I know it's gonna be hard to keep De'Aaron off the court, but if he's limping still as bad as yeah. you we saw, you yeah. saw do you say, "Hey, let's get through the weekend, then we get to come home right. and take, and you get the Bulls, and then you're staying in California. Yeah. You got the Lakers on the road, but you, but you're in California. Then after that, you have your homestand." Right. I know. I know it's easier right. for us to say than to keep De'Aaron off the court. Right. But does that go through your mind because the T Wolves are tough and. You, it, you might not get that game anyway right. every game is
0: important right but you have a nice stretch here where you can make that up yeah I I, f- I think so I think it's not out of the question for sure like it's definitely going to be really hard to keep De'Aaron off the floor we know he's he's going to want to play but um you know it is it's probably more important to have De'Aaron healthy down the stretch mm-hmm. than to maybe possibly give your ch- yourself a chance in a game that you're not going to be favored to win in regardless. Yeah. So I, I think the logic is definitely there. Um, it's just a matter of if if De'Aaron honestly is is up for it because I think uh, he's going to want to play and he's going to want to feel like you know we can beat this Timberwolves team and show them that you know we're a legitimate team. Like I think it would go a long way if the Kings beat the Timberwolves. It would definitely be uh, a really good good sign for this team that you know they they aren't. Uh, incapable of beating the best competition when they're at their best. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I would probably opt for the for the latter. I would probably, or for the former, I would rather have De'Aaron sit for this game. You could chuck it up as an L. It's fine. You laid it out perfectly. You don't have to play until Monday then. Uh, you're not leaving California really for until the 20th of March. So I, I think that's probably best for De'Aaron's health is just – Rest him and and really have him healthy for the games that you absolutely need to win. Mm. I think, well, we're, I don't know. Well, I'm o, I'm 0 for 1 because
1: on Wednesday, I sat and I said, De'Aaron's going to play. It's yeah. a knee contusion. It's a bruise. He's fine. They didn't play. Yeah. So today, we're going to go through the whole show and say, <laughs> he's, he's not going to play, he's right? not going to play, and then he's going to play. I guess we will have to wait and see. When we return, we have pocket watching and fair or foul from the nine one six from Hey Hey Johnny K. He says I had a premonition yesterday, so I just wanted to put it on the record. It's on the record now. Hey yeah. Hey Johnny K. Next not seven, that crazy. we we'll take it. and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.
0: Live and local. Live and
2: local.
0: This is Sacktown Sports.
1: Tom Brady outran
0: his 22 year old self in the 40. Did you see that? I, I saw that they had like an overlay image of it where they have like yeah, his current re, yeah, run. Yeah, he ran it court.
1: and he beat himself.
0: How does that make any sense? Like, how does one literally gain? What is he? I, I guess athleticism. Like, he's 46. It? Green tea now? ice cream or something? Oh weird. yeah, all like the, 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 the Macho or whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. Like. I mean, if anything, that's really just a sign of where, like, you know, modern—I guess—modern sports medicine is at. Just the fact that you know he had literally the whole TB12 program yeah. that he kind of curated I'm himself. On that, right?
1: I think Carmichael Dave thinks I'm on that.
0: <laughs> Every time, hey, <laughs> I mean, did
1: you, you work great. out today? Yeah, yeah. You are great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on uh, yeah. TV, I, and then I said the mobility's I said, crazy. Well, I said, I said, well, D- well, Dave, you saw I was just eating chicken waffles. He's like, yeah, but that was your cheat day. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no. all right, can't win with that guy. Yeah, not, not the no. TB12. That's insane. Whether it's whether it's fair or foul, we're gonna discuss some other things that are fair or foul. Right now, we have three today on fair or foul, all sports today sports. because there's a lot to go on so we didn't have to deviate from the sports world let's start here with what we alluded to a little bit earlier draymond green got at my guy bonte hill who bonte if you're not familiar he does a radio show for the warriors flagship then also is on nbc sports bay area so it is a bit interesting in which which is what our own kyle draper yes, does sir. because you're a. You're an analyst, you're more of a, a pundit sure. during, during the radio show, and then it's a little bit more buttoned up, you, right. you kind of stick. Th- those shows, you you get in, you get out, you discuss, you don't really have hard-hitting right. opinions. Yeah, it's not right? first take. It's not first take, and there's yeah. actually a joke. <laughs> In the bay, in the Bay Area, and and I don't know who started it. That there's radio Bonte and TV Bonte. Right. So the joke was last night, radio Bonte and TV Bonte crossed paths yeah, last the worlds night. Worlds collided. And essentially, Bonte had some things to say, as we all did when Draymond got Draymond right. got suspended. Yes. Draymond apparently is a friend of the show and <laughs> heard those things. And when Bonte, after the game, had to do the post game with Draymond. Right. He he found out that Draymond had been listening. This is what Draymond said. Welcome to Toyota Warriors Game live. Bully Fezzi, Bonte here. And first of all, let's start about, let's talk about MSG. Bonte, what is it like? I'm shocked you're talking
2: to me. The way you was talking about me when I got suspended, I am
1: very shocked you're talking to me. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, really? Yeah, go ahead, though. Uh, yeah, go I, ahead. I'm, I'm hey, t- tell me about Planet MSG. You guys go there once a year. There's a lot of Warrior fans out there. Uh, describe the energy out there at MSG always fun game day day what's going on man you out there in new york so now he's boo. Bu- yeah. Now, now he's beefing with his own media. <laughs> uh, so I tried to go down the rabbit hole, and and people, because people were wondering
0: what right. the heck, did what did he say? That Bonte was so say. egregious. The right. only thing I saw, he sat on this for like a month now. He, too. he was waiting like a month and a half. And I could just see but I could
1: I, I, I could just see Draymond in the car, just ticked off, yeah. listening, <laughs> just ticked off, listening. The Probably only on the the YouTube, I saw nothing egregious. Yeah. I saw. If Draymond doesn't stop this, I'm just exhausted. They might have to trade him. Right. Nothing. I mean, I honestly, mean it's the conversation a you
0: need to have, right? Yes. After one of your players hits another player and That's gets suspended for it. Like
1: You, you choke the guy. <laughs> you choke. You stomped on somebody. Forgot <laughs> about the, I forgot about the, the choke, the right? Go- the Rudy choke. Colbert headlock. And then you you whack Nurkic in the face. Did you guys
2: see the uh, Verla just show me in here, the DiVincenzo thing last night too? I did he see that. He came down on him. I did hard. see that. He comes down with that. like a fist on I'm. It's DiVincenzo's right handed yeah, on his shooting yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, comes down on him and then does a subtle flex over him at the end on the ground. DiVincenzo's just laying there looking lifeless.
1: What's it called in UFC? The hammer punches? Hammer fist, hammer fist. Hammer fist. Yeah. It was it was a hybrid hammer fist yeah. from Draymond and that, coming that went down unnoticed.
2: from the the rim onto his shoulder. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. Uh, yeah. So don't don't talk crap about him though, Alan. No, right there. I'm,
1: hey, look, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out here. Honestly, to be completely honest with you, the big winner last night was that radio show because everybody is gonna want to know what Bonte said, right? Because of what happened, so. If 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 that was Draymond's plan or not, and look, it is a flagship for the Warriors. So maybe Draymond felt, "Hey, you know." <laughs> I don't think so. I, no, I don't think so either.
2: Alan, I think it's time for you to start some beef with a player on the Kings. <laughs> I
0: mean, I was. I was
2: actually <laughs> we got to turn you be. into a star. Who I was actually it be? thinking about it. Uh, I was thinking, Malik. No, no,
1: no. I was thinking about <laughs> yeah, how we, Malik. I was yeah. thinking about how we talk about the players. Sure. After after this happened, I am thinking, yeah. "Wow," because. You know, we're still working to to get these guys on our shows and yeah. things like that. I have no clue if, if I have no clue if Kings players are listening or not. I don't know what they do in their in their free time. Right. Who knows?
0: But if I mean definitely part of the sack chat for
1: sure, definitely. Way. They're in there, they're but they're there, there definitely have been things that we have said that somebody could check you on. <laughs> Absolutely. But to me, to me, I would just say this you get paid to play basketball, I yeah. get paid to to give my opinions. Yeah. I, I can be wrong half I, the time. Yeah, I want right. you to prove me wrong. Right. It helps all of us if you do prove me wrong. Absolutely. But I, I'm going to give my opinion. It's not a lie, and, and we've never talked about. That's the thing. Bonte never talked about Draymond as a person. No, he said I, said, "I love, yeah. I love Draymond." You know, that's literally what he said, and yeah. most of the things he was saying. And Draymond, Draymond didn't want to hear it because. Of course not. And, and there's another layer of this with the whole old media, new media thing. Yeah. Which is which also. Which Draymond's a part of. Which is also hilarious to me because Draymond right. is a part of TNT, right. which is
0: closer to old media than new media. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't get that at all. Yeah, no. And so Draymond should, if anything, should understand what the game is. Like, Bonte. Just like us, like he's got twenty hours of, of content to fill a week, yeah. and like, yeah, like sometimes you're gonna say things I mean, that might rile story. that might rile people up, and yeah, it's like a, it's not like he went out of his way to crush Draymond or, would you or like anything. You like him to say that, Draymond exactly? You want him to, to cape you in that yeah. moment? like hey, there's gonna be conversations. What I also saw is that Steve Kerr said
1: that Draymond needed help. Everybody said everybody. This, so you now why Nurkic are
0: you, that brother needs help?
1: And on, <laughs> and honestly, he was mad at KD. And what I'm starting to see with Dray- Draymond is it's starting to fray a little bit that you can watch him on the court. And I know it's a, it's a tough line at the beginning when he came back, y- you know, I was in a, and I'm not, I'm not making fun. This is exactly the things that he said. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in his, his, I was in my man cave and my daughter came. All that Draymond is gone. Why? Because the Warriors are winning now. He's playing well. Right. I guarantee you, I guarantee you if the Warriors haven't been on this stretch, he would not have gotten at Bonte like that. Probably that's front, right. That's front yeah. runner activity right there. That's a good point. They're feeling good. So now it's right. oh yeah yeah yeah. you, you want, was talking a, crazy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 Bonte's the now ops now you want to talk sweet. Yeah, yeah Bonte's yeah, the ops dude Bonte's here. the ops, Bonte's yeah. the ops. Yeah. and then yeah. for all the people all the fans that are going against Bonte. We know fans most of the time they're gonna side on the side of the player the same fans that were probably complaining about Draymond, now all of a sudden oh, that, the, that the Warriors are winning, now all of a sudden it's, yep. get him, Dre. Yeah. Get him, Dre. Just Cooked stop him. it. Yeah. Cooked him. You yeah. wanted him gone too. Yeah. You wanted him
0: gone, too, so just stop it. Yeah. So, that's fouled to me it's by fouled. Draymond. It's definitely fouled by Draymond. I think you hit it right on the head. Like, it's definitely front-runner behavior, and he's definitely feeling himself in that moment, and it's like, oh, I remember when all y'all were talking crazy about me. Now we're winning. Y'all want to talk sweet. Like, that's not how it works, so I'm going to check. Like, no, man. Like, especially – like for Warriors postgame, like y'all are all working on the same team. And here. he knows that. Yes. He, Dray- Draymond he knows probably that. knows it better than everybody. Draymond knows that Bonte can't what what is Bonte to say there? Yeah. Like you don't check him in that moment. No. Yeah. Like it does Bonte no good to go back and forth with Draymond in that moment. And that's why Bonte was like Nah, man. Like you're in New York. Yeah. Like what? What's that like? Tell me. <laughs> and everybody. And then I saw a bunch of fans saying, "Well, that's what you get. You
1: talk trash, and then you try to talk sweet no. and talk nice." Bonte's doing his job. Yeah. What do you want him to do? He's yeah. got it. Okay. And and we know from the background and the PR, they don't pick the player most of the time. The PR says, "Hey, this is who you're going to get." Right. So they got they got yeah. Draymond. That's Bonte's job. They say right. you got Draymond. You ask him questions. question. What is what's is Bonte supposed to say? You've been trash, man. You yeah. got this. What do you want him to say? All right, let's keep going so we can get through all of them. The next one Gilbert Arenas had some things to say, as usual, about the NBA softening the game to allow European players an easier transition. This is what he had to say. The NBA took away aggression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They took away aggression to open up the Euro League. When they first started getting here, it was too rough for them. Mm-hmm. And they, so, kept, they didn't make it. They didn't make it, right? Mm. So nah, eventually, yeah. they softened the rules. They didn't soften the rules for the Americans. They softened the rules to open it up international. Yeah. So when they're saying the Euros is going to run the league in the next five years, why do you think that? More threes, passing, cutting. cut. This is not our league. This is not the American style. This is the Euro style. So- Drive in, suck the defense in, pass the ball to the three-point line.
0: It's a three-point shooting league because they're copying Euro style. Fair foul. foul? Uh, I think it's foul. I hear what he's saying, and I just think that he came to the wrong conclusion. I think, yes, the league definitely did lean more into a European style of play, but I don't think it was so the Europeans could come over and dominate and have a better time. I think it was more just a more aesthetically pleasing style of basketball. Like, think about what Gilbert just said. The passing, the cutting, and the three-point shooting, that's not the American – like, that I mean, it it, it might not be, this but is that's, not our basketball. that's a that lot crazy more I mean. est- like what? So we just want to go back to '90s Knicks basketball, where people are clotheslining each other yeah. and you know trying to get everything within ten feet of the rim. Like that's that's not entertaining. There's no, no way the NBA would be as big as it is today if the if the league was still played. You know, 98 mm-hmm. to 93 as a high scoring game. Like that's so. I think Gilbert's. He saw what was happening mm-hmm. but I just think he ended up coming to the wrong result.
1: Yeah, and we know that they're already looking at the defense and offense and right. they're going to try to get this thing back the other way. This is what happens in sports and really in life. Politically, if if how many times unless a president is really beloved, do you go red and then red again, right? It goes red And then blue. Or let's say they stay for two terms. Most of the time, if it was red for two terms, then you end up going blue. Because, hey, we've had this for a bit. Let's switch it back over. This is what happens in in all facets of life. Now, NBA, okay, we know where the line is. It is way too offensively driven now. Let's reel it back in. And then hopefully they'll find some middle ground. So, I don't think it was specifically so Europe, Europeans yeah. could, could work out, but I do think it was just to make it, like you said, more aesthetically pleasing yeah. to watch because, no, nobody wanted to watch that. Yesterday, like I said, you talk about Knicks basketball, they were looking like the <laughs> 90s Knicks saying. because all they had was Jalen Brunson and Hartenstein, and it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. No it, was, it was to terrible that. to watch. Nobody wants to watch that. And, by the way, in that game, remember a couple a couple months ago when it was Knicks-Nets and we had that conversation about how oh, yeah, the yeah, Knicks yeah. took over? There's levels to this because it was a bit insane to On hear the
0: Warriors, the Warriors yeah. fans yeah. in the garden. Yeah. The garden. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what you know, Warriors are a huge brand. Like, I, I, like it literally st- – there's a direct line, and I think they showed it during the broadcast. Like, Steph kind of got made in the garden. Right. Like, he was drafted in the garden. He had that big 54-point game in 2013, mm-hmm. I think, that really exploded him onto the scene. He broke his three-point record at the garden. Like, I just think – uh yeah, it was definitely uh an eye-opening experience, but it it's also kind of makes a lot of sense because uh that dude is is he's a, he's a circus. Like he's he is a one-man circus and uh people will will line up to go see him. And I think uh especially in in the Mecca, it's just a sign that, you know, him and in, in the gravity of that or the gravity he has with that team is it's legit. It's definitely legit. Like it's it's it's, it's going to be there as long we've had conversations about, you know, is the Warriors brand something that is really Curry centric or is it something that might be, you know, have some staying power like the Bulls even do now. And that's where I'm, I'm more so on the Curry side. But with when you see Madison Square Garden going crazy for a Warriors game, it just makes sense that maybe some of those fans will stick around.
1: Well, we just saw it, right? And I don't know, you know, that's with, with, with yeah. the heat. With the heat. Right, so that's a great point. So whether they join because of D. Wade or LeBron, right. if that can stay, right. and maybe it's prior to both of them, if there are a lot of younger fans there, though. Right. If that can stay, then you would assume right. that the Warriors will be able to stay. It won't be like this. Right. But they will stay in some capacity. When we return, one more fair or foul with one of your favorite players, or at least one of my favorite players, growing up, getting a quote-unquote sculpture. Does he deserve it or not. And we also get into pocket watching. Sal's and Watkins, down Sports. Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. From the 916. This feels realistic from Nick. The Kings will go 15 and 9 over this stretch of remaining games. Book it 48 and 34. Yeah, that seems realistic, but Nick, we're trying to get we're trying to get to 50. (laughs) So that means so they gotta go seven. 17-7 Seventeen and seven to get to
0: fifty. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a that's a hot run. It's a hot run, but you know that that seven game win streak that um, that our friend. Uh, well, oh hey hey Johnny. K. Hey hey Johnny K. Uh, you know if if they win seven in a row, that sounds a lot less daunting. You know then it's uh, you know then it's just uh, pretty much what would that be if the Kings win. Oh, that be eight in a row. So you take eight wins off lot. of there. Come yeah. on! I mean, if they if they do that, I mean, that's how you're really putting yourself in a winning situation. We'll see, man. We'll 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 see how this thing goes. You because, get this one tonight,
1: yeah. and De'Aaron Fox questionable. Hopefully, we know more before the show ends, and we will. Speak to Brendan Nunes here in about 15 minutes. We also have Dane Moore, host of Dane Moore NBA podcast for Blue Wire Network. That's at 1130 to talk Kings and talk T-Wolves as well. The way I see it is you're just building. You have to build up – and this is very obvious. But you got to build up wins before that April stretch. I would assume when you you go to New York – at that point, you would think at least Julius Randle or OG will be back, maybe right. both of them. So you got to go to New York, and then you got to go to Boston, and I, I, maybe Boston will be locked up by then. Who
0: knows? But they I think could be right. That's actually a great point. But that's a little too early for them to start not. I don't, playing they're like people. seven games ahead right now in the East. I know, but if at if, that if, point they could be like ten, sure, and they'll only have like six games left, sure, but.
1: You're talking, yeah, but they're not going to not play for six game. I, what I'm saying is the Kings might be the very end of Boston chilling, right? They knowing the Kings' luck, that'll be the sure. last game where they send out the sure. dogs, right? And then after that, you go to Brooklyn, who they can get you if you sleep on them, and then you go to OKC, and April 11th, you have you have a back to back to end the season, basically. Pelicans at home, Suns at home. Yeah. You have to stack up wins before yes. that five-game stretch because yeah. I don't – or that that seven-game stretch, yeah. I don't feel – or six-game stretch, I don't feel particularly confident about that. And right before that, you would have hosted the Clippers. So, basically, April is pretty – you want to have as much goodwill and yes. as many wins as you can stacked up before April. April, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in April. And if it's, it's still – Closely in the balance, I don't feel great about it.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking. They they just have to, t- like you said, they just have to take advantage of the month of March. There's 15 games in March, and you know, realistically, like you know, you, you we've talked about it, but you really can only afford to lose to the teams that you should lose to. Um, and even then, like you know, you're you're gonna have to pick up a couple good ones. There's there's a lot of opportunity there. I'm actually shocked at how much open opportunity there is in March because. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah if, if out of 15 games the Kings realistically can win 11 to 12 minimum like they're putting themselves in a really really good situation and you know I know it's it's been up and down and and you know you can't just pencil in the Kings to to win 10 games and beat teams that they're supposed to beat but you would like to think that you know they can pick up some momentum when they're playing teams like the Bulls and then the Lakers and Spurs and Rockets like you hope that those games can push you and kind of elevate you more uh, to beat a team like the Bucks, to beat teams like the Sixers, and and you know just just putting yourself in the best situation come April because I, I think that this is probably going to go a lot like last year did where the Kings I think finished one and four uh, on the season in the month of April and uh, if they do that again like you said they're going to need the biggest cushion possible and it's very likely because the, all those road games you just ripped off. Those are tough, tough games. That's
1: deep in the season. Yeah. That's late in the season. you got to go. You're going east. Yeah. You're going as east as you can get. Yeah. That. That. That's, that's a, a great problem. point,
0: too, right? Oh, my gosh. That's brutal. Yeah. That is brutal for yeah. the schedule makers.
1: I would have loved for that to happen now, to be yeah. completely honest yeah. with you. But that's not the universe we live in. But we do live in a universe where the Philadelphia 76ers are planning to build a sculpture for Allen Iverson. And will unveil it next month to close out our fair or foul segment. It says Sculpture. As we kind of break this whole thing down, uh, we are... Allen Iverson is one of the greatest 76ers to ever live and one of the most iconic players in the history of the NBA. And we're thrilled to honor his accomplishments with a well-deserved sculpture on Legends Walk. Team Governors Josh Harris and David Blitzer said hmm. in a press release paying homage to the legends who paved the way for our franchise is not only the right thing to do it's an incredible source of inspiration for current and future generations of 76ers players and staff who enter our training complex every day as well as kids in the city of Philadelphia and at large so the legends walk do we know is that is that are there uh, is that right where the Sixers play because it feels like if it's a sculpture, it's not you know it's not a statue, right? It's that's, not a statue. That's
0: what I was trying to figure out the exact wording on things. Like I googled sculpture, thinking like, and a lot of the pictures are more so busts, like what you would traditionally think of, uh, like a you know shoulder up kind of thing. But I am looking at the Legends Walk here, and they do have you know obviously guys like Dr. J up here. I believe Charles Barkley uh, has a statue as well. It looks like they are. Just smaller statues. Like if you go in front of LA Live and you see the Kobe or the Shaq or the right. Magic statue, those things are, you know, they're, I don't think they're they're too scale. So it's a full body. It's a full body, is what it looks like. It's just a little bit smaller of of a of a statue, I guess. It's it's just a small statue. Yeah,
1: and I think that's completely <laughs> fair. Absolutely, he, he definitely oh, deserves yeah. it. I I would say that. He would de- he would have deserved more if they beat Kobe in that finals, but I mean he's pulling Eric Snow and a bunch of guys, yeah. Takembe Mutombo, who did his thing defensively, but Allen Iverson, I mean, he really shaped my basketball oh, yeah. childhood. I had I had the cornrows, I had the AIs, I had the all white Iverson shoes. I everybody wanted to be AI. The answers right? yeah. the answers with the lion on the bottom. Everybody wanted to be AI. Questions. And when I when when people have the conversation of most influential player, yeah, exactly. I really struggle with having LeBron there because LeBron is a, a stud. He is a freak. We get
0: all that. But what did he influence? I think he influenced. Like NBA players, that's more. That's I completely yeah. agree with yeah. that. But, but not, not the culture. But but
1: not the culture. Yeah. Non NBA players and even basketball culture. Yeah.
0: I would have AI
1: and Steph in front of LeBron.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's tough to not argue that because I mean, Steph literally just turned this this league or this game really yeah. into a completely perimeter based game and. LeBron definitely did not have that level of impact to the game. But I would say, yeah, just to the NBA business more so. Mm -hmm. LeBron is probably the most influential person of this generation in that sense. But absolutely, if we're just talking general culture or, you know, you know, regular people, basketball Mm -hmm. culture, uh, definitely A.I. and Steph are up there. And yeah, A.I. specifically, man, like you're talking about tattoos being a thing that just weren't Weren't that prevalent. That's almost like a staple now. Yeah. Uh, You know, obviously the headbands, he would wear arm sleeves when no one else was really doing so the cornrows was iconic at that time especially uh, and then the clothes like he, he was he's the reason why there's an NBA dress code like yeah. there's a reason why these guys have to show up in suits even though Russell Westbrook is really pushing pushing the line right now of, of what they man is, yeah oh so my gosh those are just <laughs> bad i mean russell was showing up in like construction outfits yeah, and yeah. stuff um yeah, but like AI influenced influenced it all. And like I, I really don't think that there is uh, I don't even know if anyone would argue that there is somebody who has just straight influenced culture and basketball as heavily as Allen Iverson. And we didn't even we didn't even mention the handles. Like the number right. one thing uh basketball wise that he brought was just the flare, the flash, crossing people over, putting people on the ground. Mm-hmm. Stepping and, uh, over people. Stepping over people, right. Silute. I mean, as iconic as that is, and just kind of bringing like the and one mixtape era to basketball, mm-hmm. like you know, high-profile basketball, um, that's that's absolutely what I'm going to think of when I think of AI.
1: When we return, we will hear from Brendan Nunes and the piece that he wrote on Kevin Herter. How could that affect the future of the Kings, not just for the rest of the season, but also going into the offseason? Styles and Watkins, on Sports.